I'm a very funny person, so I don't know if you know this. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Nick Glover, Tim Wick, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we're talking about the concessions we've made in our life to deal with the fact that everybody around us believes in God, and also the concessions that we aren't making, and how that's changed over time. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Nick Glover. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. That's me, Molly Glover. And Tim Wick. Bless you. I mean, gesundheit. <laughs> oh. That was such a long pause. <laughs> and. I'm so excited for people listening to this. Good for you. Uh, and uh, this week, we're going to talk about where we, as atheists, non-believers, draw our lines for boundaries for where we will uh, what we will allow that is uh religious or spiritual in our lives and where we kind of set up those uh boundaries what's your what's your personal religious boycotting i guess yeah right because right? like, mm-hmm. you know i mean like does your if your family you go to church with your family on easter even though it's not your bag because it's a family thing or um, Tim, you this this was your idea. You had yeah, a, you had, a, you had a specific you example. A yeah, specific and I was example. I was also thinking about things like uh, how, how it's changed over time. So uh, a good example is um, you know I've been an atheist for a long time, but certainly early going, even while we were recording this podcast, we would have like family over for for Thanksgiving, and some members of my family are pretty religious, and they would they would be like, okay, well let's say say grace, and I would let that happen. Because I was like, well, you know, it's something that's important to them. And, and if we were in their house, I'd let him, I, I, I would not, not object to it. But I've sure. kind of reached the point where it's like, no, no, we're not, we don't, we don't say grace in this house. That's, that's something mm-hmm. that's between you and God. And you can quietly say grace if you want to, but you shouldn't be foisting that on anybody else. And if I and I don't usually go to Thanksgiving at anybody else's house because because I find family Thanksgiving ga- ga- gatherings to be sort of a nightmare concept. But <laughs> if I did, if I did and there was grace, I, I would probably be much more open about the fact I was not participating. Um, I, I We've talked, I've mentioned a few times on this podcast that like out of habit, I used to at the end of grace just mouth the words amen just to oh. kind of, kind of, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to rock the boat, for lack of a better term. I didn't want to, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, well, sure. everybody's saying amen at the end. I'll just say amen at the end. Not God and me both know that it's bullshit, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I've stopped doing that. It's a, it's Because a, it feels, you know, I don't believe it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. amen because I thought... I was saying a prayer. I'm just saying amen because I feel like it's so, so it's, it's sort of been that change over time going from, from, well, I'm just going to kind of go through the motions so that I don't upset anybody to being, feeling more like as long as I'm not actively, you know, I'm not sitting there and challenging and saying, well, I'm not going to fucking say grace. I'm not going to fucking say amen. Yeah. I just don't say it. Uh, 
And so, so that's kind of where I was coming from in, in thinking about this topic is, is what do you tolerate? What, what do you kind of go, okay, that's fine. And, and where have we found ourselves becoming more comfortable being a non-believer around believers? Mm-hmm. Um, or what things have we relaxed on that maybe were, when you first were an atheist, you were like very reactive about, and now yeah. maybe you've mellowed out about too, well, I think yeah. is a, a possibility. Well, and also, I mean, the, the, here's the thing about doing a an atheist podcast for 10 years is uh, when we started this show, we were all 10 years younger. And so it's not just that, you know, maybe the world has shifted a little more toward being accepting of non-belief or it being more common. But also, as you get older, uh, you you give less of a shit about, I've, I personally <laughs> do, about whether or not people like me. I, I've stopped really being, I was, I was uh, when we first started this show, I was definitely a lot more concerned with well, how my family perceived me, if they were mad at me, if I was, you know, I didn't want to be the one causing problems, like you're saying, Tim. And so a big thing for me has really been able to, in the last, even the last five years, once I hit my 40s, I just kind of realized that uh, life is too long to spend more than half of it wonder worrying that I'm, you know, that I'm myself isn't good enough for my family. So they can just deal with it now. And I'm not an asshole about it. But again, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying prayers. I'm not coming to church. You don't invite me to Easter because I'm not going to come, you know, that kind of thing. It, it goes the other way too. You, you give less of a shit about how other people spend their time, what they yes. believe, what they because right, you know, worrying about it if it's not affecting anyone else is kind of a waste of your own time and, and resources to some extent, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think so. One area of this I wanted to make sure we talked about because I think we have all three of us have a lot of different things to to talk about is the topic of of music. Um, and just to give you an example, uh, so like Chance the Rapper, I think he's uh, charming and very talented. I like his music a a good deal and i listen to none of it regularly Mm. because every song i've liked and added to a playlist and listened to for a while has very overt christian references uh praising god in his music and and it's not necessarily the whole song though he does have entire songs (laughs) that are religious it's just a deal breaker for me. Sure. Uh, references to God, maybe not an issue for me sometimes, but like overt praise, making an a, an a-religious song inherently religious is just hmm. like, it just takes me out of the enjoyment and I, you know, the song turns to ash in my ears. Ash what about in my you? ears. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I feel similarly. I can handle, I like a lot of you too. Like I really like you too, and I like a lot of. I mean, Nine Inch Nails talks about God a lot too, but it's not yeah. like it's more like uh, God the character, right? God the the idea, and less about like uh, God you know, the antagonist. Him. Yeah, it is like God the antagonist because you know you two, being an Irish band, you know a lot of that stuff is cursing God for your play. Where God is, and and Nine Inch Nails similarly, but yeah, I. I also, I am much like, I don't, it'll just turn me right off a, a band or a song. If it, if it feels it's part of it too much to me, I don't know. Like, I really like the song hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. Uh, 
he's Jewish. A lot of people take that song and they think it's praising God. I feel like they aren't reading the lyrics very clear, carefully, but the, you know, it's, it's as, but because of that, I feel like the song's a little ruined for me. Oh, because uh, people misinterpret it so much. A song that uses religious language that isn't a religious yeah. song because it's been co-opted. Yeah. Huh. Do you guys ever get asked to sing that one with the dregs? Do you get asked to sing hallelujah? Uh, fortunately, uh, no. Drags. It feels like a song. Uh, no? yeah, it does. It does. And the thing is, there are a couple of other bands out at, uh, at, at MRF where we do most of our performing that do that song. And so ah. we usually don't get asked because those other bands do it, which uh, makes me happy because I, 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 I fucking despise it. I just, I, mm, really, I, because have you, have you read, just read it, right? Like yeah. just the lyrics, do you, do you hate, you hate the song? No, I hate the song and I hate it. I hate it because everybody who sings it is like they, they, they sing, everybody sings it with their eyes closed and they sing it, yeah. they sing it like, like, like that song is just invading their, their non-existent, uh, shriveled up soul. And, 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 uh, and I'm just like, whatever, man, it's just a fucking song. Um, and, and my favorite version is by you too. And it's very like robotic. It's very, yeah. <laughs> anyway. And so, so it bugs me. And so I am, I'm glad we, cause if we got, if we, if we, if somebody wanted us to sing it, we would sing it and we would sing it for serious. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. If we get asked to sing amazing grace, most members of the dregs are at least agnostic. Um, yeah. We are not a religious band, but if we get asked to sing Amazing Grace, we know we're being asked to sing Amazing Grace because somebody wants to hear us sing a good version of Amazing Grace. And so we do. You've got beautiful harmonies. You've yeah. got good voices. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or sometimes, I mean, not with Amazing Grace, but like sometimes people ask you to sing songs as a joke or because you singing the song would be funny because right. of how you would perform it or how you would maybe not perform it in some cases. Yeah. Doing it straight to people who are but trying you would, to get you to do a joke is, right. a, is a nice fucking But you do it, you do it straight to the best of your ability because it's, it's performing a service for, for money. Right. Yeah. Every now and again, we get, get asked to do I'll fly away. And I actually, I, I love that song. I mean, it's, it's overtly religious, um, but it's, it's a great song. And we, we, do a pretty good version of it the, when we get asked to sing it. So, so I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. You know, do you listen to music that's religious at all? Or do you, do you not on purpose unless it's, unless it's Christmas music. music. What? Sure. Yeah. Unless it's do you Christmas listen to music. music much. I do. Um, sometimes, you know, I have the radio on when I'm, when I'm on my way into work, uh, because it's something to listen to. Uh, I do, I like when I'm working, I'll often turn on music on my, on my computer. So there, it's a lot more like older music from when I was super into music, you know, from back in my REM and Indigo Girls and U2 phase. Um, but, uh, that so, was playing when you first had sex. <laughs> Cause that's the music you love for the rest of your life. That's right. <laughs> that's, what that's right. Sex music. Uh, but I mean, I do listen. I do listen to modern, more current music, but not not like uh, nearly as much as I used to. You know, sure. sure. So there's another example that uh, we want to talk about. Uh, so I mean, um, you know, Molly and I have talked a lot about uh, like Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere books. 
uh, talked about his, you know, record-breaking Kickstarter campaign mm-hmm. for the four secret novels he wrote out of pandemic boredom. And it's no secret that Brandon Sanderson is a devout Mormon. Um, he, it is, his faith is important to him. It's an active part of, of who he is as a person. And it's not in any of his books at all. These books are totally detached from our universe. They are a completely fictional fantasy realm. But if he is a devout Mormon, he's tithing 10% of yeah. his of his income yeah. to the Church of, of Latter-day Saints. Right. And there's no way he's and, not, right? At least, right? Right. Like, and, and more if you were more religious. That's right. the way they work, right? Yeah. Like it's, a, it's a grift. And and so, <laughs> I mean, the, the LDS, the Mormon Church, they supported Prop 8, uh, they have financially and politically supported um, policies in Utah that have almost certainly contributed to uh, the suicides of LGBTQIA youth yep. in that Prop, state. Prop eight. That's the um, California. That was the California yes. anti anti gay marriage bill. Yep. And right. even yes. though he himself has very publicly said that he considers himself to be very liberal, that he supports uh, LGBTQIA people uh, and rights he, characters he's, that yep. are. He's trying, I mean, he's like consulting with people yep. to get an accurate representation in his books and, in a very sensitive way. And what he said is that like, he just feels he, he feels that he doesn't understand yet why this is the church's decision, but he believes the leaders of the church were chosen by God. So there just must be something he doesn't understand yet, which is like kind of the nicest way you can. Privileged it's well. very privileged and it is a very nice way of saying, well, not my problem. Yeah, and but it's he's not. But he's not going to stop giving him money. Right. And I'm I don't even want to ask myself who he votes for. Well, so there's that. So it's yeah. like. We, we've only recently been really talking about this. It was just like, is it ethical right. for us? I, I, I mean, we can read the books because they're not, you know, Christian propaganda, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even uh, in the universe of the story. Not like with music where it bugs me if it's in there. That's not something I have to worry about with the source material. But now the consideration is more than just what's in the media itself, where the money goes to. And I think is this just one of those like no ethical consumption under capitalism things where it's like, if I'm not giving him my money for books, I'm going to be giving my money to, uh, you know, uh, some corporation that's destroying the world in countless ways. Like, and, and if that's the case, boy, because I understand that it's like, yes, we have an espresso and an Amazon membership, but also I won't go to Applebee's. You know, I understand that everyone draws their lines where they draw them, but like, you know, I feel like I talk a very large game about J.K. Rowling and how, you know, like giving her money actively does harm mm-hmm. to the community. And so it it feels I, I'm really been struggling the last few days about whether or not it is acceptable mm-hmm. in my own ethical worldview, not the the as they say, like, oh, the Internet mob or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't really you're give not, a shit about you're that. not saying that people should. I don't know. Yeah. It's right. a hard, it's a hard, it's a difficult thing to think about. Tim, right. are there, I mean, you don't, you don't go to Hobby Lobby, right, Tim? Right. I don't go to Hobby Lobby. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't go to Chick-fil-A. I've heard right. Chick-fil-A is really good, right. but um, no, I don't need to. Um, 
And I think that 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 is the the real challenge, right? Is when when there are these demonst that that ultimately my issue is the the demonstrative religion, right? The there's a place called Pizza Ranch, which my kids loved growing up, and I hated. Uh, I hate it so much, and I hate it because their food is shit. Right? They have they have like the shittiest salad bar. Their pizza is absolute crap. Um, it's it's like a buffet. It's like a pizza buffet. They have like it sounds, five. Yeah. It sounds bad. It, Just it, like the name sounds like. Yeah. It, it sounds bad. like some real cardboardy Midwestern. <laughs> oh, it's pizza. so bad. The only thing that's good there, by the way, is the dessert pizza, which is amazing i could eat five of them and as a diabetic i should not eat more than one piece um so that was the worst part about going there the only thing that i liked was something i should not eat very much of um but i will say their dessert pizza holy shit it is good however it is run are they is it christian there what can you is it, is, and it's a Christian business? It's a Christian business, and they wear it on their sleeves. They, like, put fucking Bible verses on stickers on the tables, and they sell, they sell like, gospel CDs at the, at the— Oh, wow. You know, it is very, very, very overtly religious. And I went because I was a parent with picky children, and they liked that food, and so it made them happy. And, yeah, you mm. know, but— I had a real issue with it, and I still do have a real issue with demonstrative religion. I was thinking about the fact that there's a group we talk about sometimes on this on this podcast on Facebook we have called Godless Assholes, right? Which is where yeah. us and a bunch of other atheist friends of ours uh, post really, it's a really a private shit posting group. Yeah, it's a private atheist shit posting group, right? I would say most of the people in that group I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's true. People. Yeah. And, and uh, but but, you know, there there's folks on there that we do know, like a friend of the show, Ron yeah. Bowman yeah, and and friend yeah. of the show, Tony Miller and a few other folks like that. So and we, we post stuff there that, uh, frankly, I think is hilarious, but none of us feel comfortable posting publicly because we don't want to be the asshole atheist. Right. Um, and I, sometimes we'll post some of the stuff that goes on godless assholes on geeks of god but i don't tend to put mm, it on my own sure. page because i have friends who are christians and i'm like i don't want to do a middle finger to my friends who are christians but what bugs me is people who are christians have no problem mm. with oh, yeah with yeah. posting overtly religious shit on their page and they shouldn't and it bugs me that i feel like i have to edit hide your light under a bushel yeah <laughs> and you know i think about we uh i don't know if you two are friends with august berkshire who used to be uh the head of minnesota atheists he regularly he regularly makes posts challenging religion and what's hmm. hilarious is there's more than one person who just goes on there and goes you know you keep posting this stuff and it makes you no worse than religious people and his his canned hmm. response is yeah it it really doesn't because most atheists don't say this stuff and yeah. Christianity gets to be challenged. It's okay. Um, mm -hmm. So, so, you know, I still have this issue with a place like pizza ranch or Hobby Lobby can be overtly religious, overtly religious. And anything that is overtly a religious is bad. And mm -hmm. that, 
bugs me. I, uh, I have two questions for you. One, do you, you, cause you have a lot of Facebook friends. Do you regularly see religious posts? Yeah. Cause I see none. Mm. You do. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any friends that post religious stuff. I, I don't even have, I, mean, um, I don't, I'm not friends with a ton of my extended family, but like those that I, I'm friends with that are religious don't even post. So then my second question you, we use Facebook very differently in that yeah. uh, you post publicly all the time. Yeah. You believe it should just all be pretty much open. That's just how you live on Facebook where I keep my shit very locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you feel like if you, is it because you post publicly that you feel like you can't post that atheist stuff because your, 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 your posts will go beyond your friends group and they will go to, you know, the, the, majority christian Mm. great beyond of facebook or do you actually think within your own friends group if you posted it friends only do you feel do you also feel uncomfortable doing that Uh, i do because i have a lot of friends who are christians and i feel like i don't want to stick it in there it's like i'm happy to say that i'm an atheist i'm happy to say i'm an atheist and i have on many occasions it's i don't feel great about posting fuck you Christians kind of kind of stuff. I will I have regularly posted stuff about how I'm pissed off at a church that is doing a specific thing sure. or yeah. or I don't appreciate the overt religion in something the government's doing, something like that. But the yeah. god the godless asshole stuff that that we post, I'm like, eh, I don't feel like I don't feel like yeah. being mean to my Christian friends. Um in this particular forum, I guess is, is the way to put it. Well, Tim, you, I mean, like Molly was pointing out again, this isn't like a slight on how anyone uses Facebook, but you use Facebook different than either of us do. Mm -hmm. Your friends list is one step away from public Mm -hmm. kind of. Right. So even if you weren't posting publicly to some extent, you are posting to the public. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little bit more than someone who might kind of lock their shit down a bit. Absolutely. So like, I wonder, I wonder if that's a factor, right? It's not, it's because your stuff isn't locked down because you have still a a wider audience there. There's, it's more likely that you would hurt or offend someone or run into someone that has beliefs and, and would express them in such a way that is, uh, you know, causing a stink. It's possible. It's possible. You know, the funny thing is that in public, like when the dregs are performing and, you know, I have, and here's another way where I personally changed is like, I'll, I'll make some joke about, oh, we're all going to hell. And then these days I'll immediately follow it up with, we're not all going to hell. Hell doesn't exist. Um, Oh, sure. sure. And, uh, and, and so I'm a lot more overt about, you know, you know, oh, the, well, this hurts my soul. Actually, you know, I don't have a soul, so so it doesn't hurt at all. Um, and so in public, in, in smaller groups, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem owning yeah. with it and embracing it. But yeah, there, and you may be right that it's about the fact that because I view Facebook as a way to connect with people who are consuming some of the thing, uh, the other things that I do. You know, I have a lot of Dregs fans who who are friends on Facebook that I maybe, maybe don't know outside of them coming to drag shows and stuff like that. Um, I think about things differently as to what I'm going to say um, to that. Yeah, you use your, 
you use yours as like a record of everybody you've ever talked to wow. as opposed to like people that you consider like friends, you know, like, and so it's, you, you're friendly with everybody that's, that you're, that you're connected to on Facebook, of course. Like, but I know, I feel like it's, it seems like, um, it seems like because so many fans, you have such, your, your band has a connection with the audience that's a different from a lot of other bands. And mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. You make the audience feel like you're all in on the same joke. Right. Like you're all, you're all friends hanging out and you six just happen to be the ones that are telling stories and singing. It's, it's a very, it's a very like, like, like we're all here together at the show because mm. we're all fans. Like it's, it's very much like a thing. So I totally get that. Yeah. Do you feel like, would you, hmm. Like, would it be too tongue in cheek if you did like a drag show that benefited like a secular charity or something? Like you're saying that everybody, oh. you're oh, saying that I'd, almost everybody in the band is of, of that persuasion. I'd be a hundred percent down for it. I would do it. Uh, it wouldn't even feel tongue in cheek. I mean, we, we have a song called dinosaur bones, which is all about making fun of people who believe that dinosaurs aren't real and that Saint Satan, uh, planted dinosaur bones to make people believe right. that the earth was more than 6,000 years old. But that's not most Christians. So most Christians that's get true. to hear that and have a fun little tiny laugh about how silly those other ones are. Yeah, they're like, yeah. <laughs> hey, that was... it's, it's the old, it's the old Chris Rock joke about how can you listen to that rapper sing that misogynistic shit? And it's like, well, he's not talking about me. <laughs> like he's talking <laughs> about that other dumb whore. <laughs> like he's talking about the dumb whores, not me. <laughs> like it's, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm. I'm trying to think of other other places where you might have uh boundaries i mean like we we don't go to easter we don't we don't go to easter My we don't family does easter we don't go to easter we don't celebrate the closest thing to a religious holiday we celebrate is incredibly secular christmas mm -hmm. uh zero prayer at any any of the christmas stuff oh, we don't we even, do. the, there's the, not, not even a mention of jesus no, or nativity nah, anything it's fucking saturnalia it's santa it's, it's yeah. santa top right. to bottom and and uh say, you know there's no prayer at thanksgiving when we are are you know there or anything like that that we i've ever see thanksgiving alone these days yeah too. but even yeah, paying yeah. Heck, it, no it very much uh yeah that's that is a place i guess i would say that where we kind of like put our foot down and it was just like i'm like i'm just i'm not coming to easter anymore we're not going to do easter anymore you guys don't even have to invite us and my family was like very cool with it they're like that's fine that's you know you don't have to come, but they all usually do uh, get together with my brother and the the nibblings and everybody. Uh, even though my family is not religious at all, my my siblings, my mom, no religion whatsoever, other than you know my my brother and and his wife are raising their kids. I would say they'd probably call it normal, <laughs> where it's <laughs> like they don't really talk about any of it, but they wouldn't ever say they were secular. So, okay. So what about, um, what about, uh, oh, I totally lost what I was going to say. God damn it. Okay. Um, well, shit. Never mind. Um, Holidays. Tim, do you do, do, you do yeah. Easter? Uh, does, does your mom we, want you to come for Easter or anything like that? No, I mean, we get together with my mom on Easter it, because okay. um, it's an excuse to get together and cook brunch and have, have a meal together. I think is is really the reason we do it. Uh, you know, there isn't any grace. There isn't any, there, there has never, I mean, I, I don't even remember when we explained to my kids what Easter was really about and they were shocked because uh, <laughs> to sure, them, sure. to them, it was like looking for hidden candy in the house. That's, that's what it was about. That's what, that's oh, what yeah. Easter that's, is. That's, that's... Um, 
So when you explained the fertility rights and the yeah. the, and the, the the sexual awakening that that Easter represents, they were just like, they're "Wow!" Like, they're like, "Ew, Black gross! Boy. Why can't it? <laughs> why can't it be about nailing a guy to a tree or something? Why can't it be that?" Yeah, that sounds way cooler, Dad. <laughs> so I totally remember. You remember? I, I remembered. All right. All right. So, um, so none of us go to church for church stuff, mm-hmm. but like, I mean weddings funerals yeah uh uh bar and bat mitzvahs like i haven't uh i went to jack's baptism and then i they baptized the girls we weren't there i don't i don't think we i don't know if those yeah i'm sure they got baptized but i think they didn't invite us like if someone was like come to a church service i'd i'd you know uh absolutely politely decline (laughs) but if someone was like i'm getting married at a church and that's someone whose wedding i want to attend yeah i would attend and and i have yeah you know and and i've uh, sat through wedding mass yeah and it's it's rough it's (laughs) i mean yeah uh i've sat through funerals that are that are religious um those are the worst they they are they're pretty awful um, I can yeah. I can get through a religious wedding, but a religious funeral makes me angry. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Or when we were at the the funeral for our friend uh, Victor's mom, yep. we were yep like seething mad on his behalf because I you know I knew Sarah and she was not the person they were describing and and yeah it was just it was really rough and uh, it made me like mm. like consider whether or not I wanted to ever go back to a religious funeral, but I don't think I can deny myself that, you know, closure yeah. if that's a funeral I want to attend. I will. Tim, if you got, go ahead. sorry, I will say uh, an example of w- how I think religion fucks with funerals is like uh, my grandmother-in-law passed away a few years ago uh, and she was a terrible person. So I didn't care, but nonetheless she passed away and my, uh, my mother-in-law asked if I would sing Parting Glass at her funeral. Mm. Uh, and the funeral was held in the small town where uh, she, my grandmother-in-law and her husband had owned a farm. And that church said there was no music except music that was in the approved hymnal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so I basically she asked me, all right, well, will you sing it at her, at her graveside? I'm like, sure, I'll yeah. sing it at her graveside, no problem. But what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. What Absolutely. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Let let people sing. I was actually... uh, it, it just it was just like this this is a time for the the church shouldn't shouldn't get to tell somebody how they mourn and celebrate the life of someone. Uh if it's if they want to want yeah. a fucking song, let them sing the fucking song. Uh they're already well, paying the goddamn well, church was, for the service just... anyway. <laughs> I was going to ask you, actually, it's ironic because I was going to ask you, uh, do you like if if you were hired to sing not at a funeral? Because I know that, you you know, funerals are a different thing. It's somebody asking you a, a nicety. But what if like someone was like, will you come sing at my church service? Uh, like we're paying it's a paying gig to sing at my church service and they're paying like a really good rate. And and but but you have to come and you got to sing like four Lead the congregation in four, like, you know, Christian hymns, just real and, standard stuff. That and when you know. you're not singing, you got to do all the church stuff. No, no, no. You're no. just a musician. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm singing. No. Okay. All right. Well, I want to know both. I want to know the answer to both. I want to know you're a gigging musician. Is that a gig you would accept? Uh, that would be a hard one. Um, right? <laughs> it's money. 
It, but also, <laughs> I will, uh, I will be about as mercenary as I can and say it would depend on how much I was getting paid. It really. I feel would. like I would you'd raise that rate, right? Like yeah. that's the like when we left Renaissance Festival, because uh, when I worked out at the Renaissance Festival, I did weddings all the time. Oh yeah, and my rate was basically pretty low because it was I'm out there already. Right. But when I left. And people would ask me to come back. Uh, I tripled my rate because I figured, <laughs> fuck it. Let's see if they'll pay it. Because if I have to go back out there, then I want it to be like it's worth a whole, my while. It's, it's yeah. a whole day. And, and one person did. So, you know, like it's, it's, it, that's the thing about rates. Like you, yeah. they just, they are what you say. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would, I would boost my rate a lot. And I mean, part of it is I'd be learning songs I didn't fucking know. Right. If I, if they want me to lead four songs with this congregation, I don't oh, know sure. any of them. I got to learn those songs. Well, yeah. Um, but, but even if it was songs I already knew, I, I just church, I think church is, Got a number though. You can, you can see on his face. I know. He's got a number in mind. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big <laughs> number. There's like a, be a big number. You can hear like old old fashioned calculator buttons getting hit, and then the like ka-chink, 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 like an adding machine, like the adding machine with a little tape paper ribbon coming out the back with I'd, dollar signs. I need to yeah. make a, be able to make quite a few car payments. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, another thing that we mentioned, we talked about beforehand, like uh, the. I used to, you know, when people sneezed, it was just like this thing that you say, bless you. It was, it was like automatic. And there was some point over the last 10 years where I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that. So I changed it to Gesundheit. Um, I do the same thing. I switched to Gesundheit as well. And, and, you know, German word. (laughs) it's really, it's really conscious. It's like, I consciously say Gesundheit. And the funny thing is my coworker, uh, and I, uh, another thing that happened is really early in the process of going to a new job, I said I was an atheist. I didn't say it like, fuck mm-hmm. you, man, don't talk about church. I'm an atheist. I was like, right. I just, you know, brought it up in casual conversation. And so now he's like, oh, he'll say bless you. And then he'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's fine. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> for so me your guy forgives you <laughs> yeah yeah it's fine but, i uh i i have a really bad habit of going jesus christ <laughs> or like oh, jesus, jesus fucking christ jesus fucking christ or like jesus like i say it all the time i say it all the time it's Kim. True. like it's like to the point where i'll be like jesus christ and i'm like oh, i gotta stop saying that jesus i say that a lot like <laughs> <laughs> And I also, also I very often, I'm just, God damn it. Oh, yeah. God damn it. God damn it. Like I, and so I don't know what to do. I have tried replacing them. Yeah. Goats uh, was, we switched God to goats for a while. That got like uh, goat speed, goat speed or goats. Damn it. That just feels so, it's, it just, it just feels, it like, feels a, like a frack you or frack yeah. that. Like I just, I can't do it. I've been able to switch. I made my phone autocorrect God to glob. Because in Adventure oh. Time, uh, uh, Lumpy, Lumpy Space Princess says, "Oh my glob!" Like, right, and so that works. Uh, but it does. It feels weird to say out loud. I just I, there's just no good. There's no good replacement for saying Jesus fucking Christ. Like it's just so good. I yeah, need something it's else. Good. But there's nothing out there. But the the phrase that I that I like can't can't figure out how to how to get rid of is I swear to God. I swear to oh, God. Oh, I swear. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I swear to God. I, uh, holy, like holy, holy fucking shit. shit. Holy, holy is a little bit better. It's a little bit better. All religion. They don't, not, they don't have a monopoly on on holy on yeah. holiness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, but then again, I also uh, when when we see a sign or a church or something that is like holy whatever, I will inevitably make the very dad joke of like the church nearest us is Holy Cross. And sometimes when we're driving past, I'll turn and go, Holy cross. (laughs) (laughs) To make me jump. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's a joke I'll never get tired of, uh, for sure. And why should you? I I need, we need like, I'm, I'm, we're good on slang words. Like we need the, we need the youths to come up with a new Jesus Christ. Like I need not like a person, but like I need a new epithet. And then, no, it doesn't work. It's not the same. (laughs) Like cheese, cheese and crackers or cheese and rice. It sounds like I'm like afraid to say Jesus Christ. And I'm not afraid to say Jesus Christ. I just don't want to. Right. Um, I just, it, it's yeah. not about blaspheming. It's about replacing religious language yeah. in, your, in yeah. your vocabulary. That's just because religion is so pervasive in our culture. It's just a Jesus. I know. <laughs> so I know. The mouthfeel, the, the the catharsis of going Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there was a. I made some joke on Facebook about a song. I I don't know, like three four weeks ago, and and one of my Facebook friends is like, "Well, that song is shitty." Blah 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 blah. blah. And finally, and he was going on and on and i just kept joking back to him and finally i'm like jesus christ it was a joke because i couldn't think of anything else i yeah. could i could not yeah. i could not think of anything yeah. else other than to just just be like jesus stop yeah. what the yep. fuck is wrong yep. with you know? yep yep i i i type jfc all the time oh, yeah. that's like a common like jfc yeah. ffs that's a very common thing mm-hmm. but like it's it's uh it's funny because I, I i don't ever capitalize god unless it's the start of a sentence and then i'm always like ugh, you know <laughs> then you're like so then you're pretty. like can i can i start this sentence with a different word is can i yeah right yeah yeah i'm the same way but like for real i kind to i usually don't type out jesus christ usually i'm either writing jfc it's more like my actual speech every day yeah. that's the thing yeah. like, you mutter it under your breath i mutter it too. under my breath a lot <laughs> and it, like 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 someone else in public and she'd be like jesus fucking christ this guy <laughs> and it's frustrating right because you're like god 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 damn it why <laughs> god damn yeah. it. This, why do i goddamn, yeah. why do i have to why is this religious language foisted upon me that i can't even get away from it lord i beseech thee damn well, and, this man <laughs> and like the thing is, the the kind of somewhat ironic thing about this is the people who are probably most devout would also prefer us to not blaspheme. <laughs> so really like the people on the two, it's like the horseshoe theory. The people on two ends of the spectrum would prefer that we're not blaspheming because we want to eliminate religious language and they don't. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Am I using religious language to own the deists? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should, maybe well, we should feel uh, better about it. Maybe we should be like, Tim, oh. do you have any other examples or anything you want to talk about where, where we're dividing up for religious encroachment? <laughs> I, I, I think I've talked through the stuff that I thought about when I suggested this topic to the two of you. Yes, I uh, I think I really feel like we hit everything I wanted to talk about. I think that the main takeaway here is just 
Boy, it's it's a complicated and thorny issue when you are a non-believer living in a belief dominant society. Yeah. To be honest, like it's it's you really have to pick and choose your battles. And I can't even I feel so privileged to not have to think about this on too many axes. Uh, uh unlike a lot of our listeners who are having to navigate it under a bunch of different lenses in addition to non-belief. Well, it's it's I mean, to some degree, there's also the privilege of like if these are the problems you have to worry about, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's a little bit. There's a little bit of that too, maybe for sure. I, um, fantastic. Well, good topic, uh, Tim. I, I could appreciate. Nobody gave us five questions, so we don't have any way to end the episodes anymore. Man, we don't know how to end. We never knew how to end the episode. We never knew how to end the episode. But we do have a new patron we want to thank. Oh yeah, uh, Dave Kingsley. Thank you very much. He gets to listen to this episode. Weeks early. Take that, everyone else. Yeah, take hey. that, whoever you are. No, sorry, it's, we presumed your gender, uh, Dave. Uh, uh, I know Dave on Facebook. Oh, you know Dave Kingsley then. I uh, do. Nick, I know Dave Nick Kingsley Nick. as well. Dave Kingsley yeah. took well, me to right, a right. Minnesota Wild hockey game once. It was fun. What? See? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. awesome. He's local. Yeah. Dirty fucking dangles, boys. <laughs> Will Snipe Sally. All right. Uh, fantastic. So <laughs> if you want to listen to these episodes early and you're not, you can. You just need to support us on Patreon. Uh, we put up the episodes as they are recorded and edited. Usually we're recording a couple at a time. So um, you should check that out. Sometimes we'll have like vacations or shows or life things coming up and we'll uh, get a, get ahead a few more. And, and then you get to have a Geeks Without God binge if you'd like. Um, maybe you got a long commuter road trip and, uh, that would be a thing for you. Uh, you should check it out. Um, otherwise we have been geeks without God. If you want to tell us where you're dividing the lines and setting boundaries in your own life for religion, where you, what you will enjoy, what's ruined for you, what you'll tolerate and what you won't feel free to let us know in a comment or, uh, you could always email us at any one of our names at geeks And Hey, if you want to answer our five questions, it's this thing we normally do at the end of an episode where we read a person's answers. We just don't have any right now. So if this is the first episode you ever listened to, you're <laughs> maybe confused. If you go to our website and click on five questions, there's five questions there. Read them, figure out your own answers, and send them to us at fivequestions@geekswithoutgod.com, and we'll read them on an episode. And if you include your address, we'll send you a sticker you can, you know, it's a nice round vinyl sticker. It's a neat mm-hmm. one. It's the rainbow logo. Yeah, they last forever. Nick's had one on his water bottle that he's put to the dishwasher probably 150, maybe even 200 times. And it's uh, perfect. Yeah, it's probably been through the dishwasher about 50 or 60 times. You know what? That's just who you're going to the, the point is you can but put it on the back of your car and they get rear-ended by a deist. So it'll be great. <laughs> perfect. Otherwise, we've been Geeks Without God and we'll be back with another episode next week. Bye. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. God damn it. I forgot to record an outro. Oh, God damn it. I said, God damn it. God damn it. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging and listen to past podcasts at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks.
Geeks Without God. Do 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 do